I'm more. I'm more than ass, breast, hips, and seductive lips. At first glance, I know that may be what you see, but there's more than that to me. So understand that it's going to take more than the silky words that a nigga spits to reach the paradise between my hips. You see, I'm more. I'm more than a friendly fuck and I refuse to participate or be defined as such. I have more to offer than mere physical pleasures of the flesh. I am that place of peace and tranquility when you need rest. When the troubles and struggles of this life start to take its toll on you and your soul is as dry as barren land, I'm strong enough yet soft enough to hold you, console you. I'm bold enough to love you even when you're at your worst. I am that fountain that regenerates your soul's thirst. And if you think that that line was sexual in verse, I urge you still to look deeper because I'm more. I'm more than the myth that you've been told about black women. I'm not a gold digger. You don't decrease in value the further your income gets from six figures. As a matter of fact, the only thing I'm interested in digging for are the buried dreams that the last woman told you could never be, causing you to second guess your destiny. She said you needed to focus on reality. Allow me to help you rediscover the buried treasures of your soul, your partner on this treasure hunt to regain the gems that negative energy and wasted time stole. Because I'm more. I'm more than the drama your baby mama tries to create because she realizes that it's too late and because she let a good man escape, it's me she hates. But because I'm more, I don't force you to choose between me and being a good father. Why bother? You see, I realize that I can't love you and not love your seed. So instead, I help you and encourage you to be the best father that you can be so that we can ensure that only good fruit is produced on your branch of the family tree. So get below the surface of me and you will see that I am more. I'm wholesome, like fresh baked homemade bread. I rise to any occasion or altercation without losing my head. I'm a lady and carrying myself any other way would be uncivilized. I've been groomed by seasoned women of old and carried their wisdom as my guide. I'm the one your grandmother endorses because I feed you all four courses, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and sexually. And I realize that being all of these things to you doesn't take anything away from me because although you compliment me, I understand at the end of the day that it is God who completes me. And being complete in him allows me to love you freely with no insecurities. So get below the surface of me and you will see that I, I'm more. January 17th, 2020. The 45 experience is coming to Charlotte. Um, what is the 45 experience? It is an adult, um, grown, sexy atmosphere. It's an open mic. There'll be live entertainment, food, um, it's my birthday celebration. So um, you're going to get to see Lyric in her in her splendor, in my atmosphere. Kind of, I want people to come out and enjoy, have a good time with me, celebrate. Um, it's a ticketed event, but I promise it's going to be worth your money. Uh, the Cognac Room is going to be live and kicking. Uh, JC is going to be my host, and I'm excited about that. Um, beautiful band. DJ, I'm telling you, everything you can think of for an open mic, I have thought of it. We gonna have some fun. Grown and all the way live. Sexy. Um, it's just going to be a night to remember. Um, so if you are, um, it's, you know, we uh, it's 45. And I did not say 45. I didn't say 49. I said 45. So if you are in that age bracket, um, more information will be coming. There'll be um, there'll be a page on Eventbrite where you can get tickets. Um, the tickets are going to be $15 in advance, $20 at the door. Again, it does include food. There'll be a cash bar. Um, we're really going to have a good time. I want you guys to come out and celebrate my birthday with me. And let's just really have a good time. Um, there'll be poetry. There'll be music. Um, I promise you it is going to be an event that you do not want to miss. Um, I just want you guys to get to see um, me and my element and what I enjoy and what I love to do as as well as other poets and musicians. So I'm looking forward um, to that. It's January 17th. It's a Friday night. Um, it's going to be held at the Masonic Lodge. Again, the tickets will go on sale um, at Eventbrite. 
within the next couple of weeks and $15 in advance, $20 at the door, come out and celebrate with your girl. We're going to have a good time. All right. So how's everybody doing today? We're doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good to have you back, Lyric. Good to be back. Yeah. I missed y'all too. Yeah. Absolutely missed you. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. So I would like to discuss a topic that I've kind of put a few videos out, a few teasers or whatever about the topic. And it's the topic of love. Like, what is love? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel, and I said this in some of the videos, I feel like there is a misconception uh, about what love is. Um, and that true love is is has nothing at all to do with an emotional attachment or feelings. So, uh, and prior to saying that, I probably should have had everybody kind of just give their take on, on, on what love is or whatever, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Mm. Well, I guess we will. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, really <clears throat> So for me, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say what inspired this, what inspired this episode um, is just the fact that I hear people saying that they love their person and I see the behaviors that they exhibit that are contrary to that. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's, it's like a bit of a mystery, a bit of an, an enigma and being who I am, having been divorced a couple of times <laughs> and having being someone who hates divorce, you know, it's it's important to me, like, that people at least have the knowledge to draw on mm-hmm. about about love. Um, I I, I believe that, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe that it is impossible to understand or know what love is without some knowledge of God. Mm. Mm. And Absolutely. I know, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I know that there are people who are not quote unquote religious or, you know, there are people who don't even believe that there is a God or whatever. And then there are those who have different concepts of God. Uh, maybe it's Buddha, Allah, whatever. But we did not create ourselves. Let's just be let's just be real. We didn't create ourselves. We come from something. <laughs> and so to understand, okay, when you go and buy, you know, a PS4, PS5, whatever, the latest iPhone, um, a camera, whatever, television, they come with manuals. The -hmm. people who created these things, the people who manufactured these things and invented these things, they they tell you how to operate it. Mm -hmm. People don't come with manuals. But, <laughs> but it makes sense that if we have enough sense as just everyday people to create something and say, here, let me tell you how this works, then it makes sense that whoever created us yeah. would would give us something to kind of help tools. us to understand, some yeah. tools to understand how we work and how we function. Make sense? Makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay. <clears throat> So not to be preaching. Master's class. Listen, I while he was talking, just something just came, just dropped down in my in my thoughts. And it's like, um, when he said what love is and 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 the perception, and that, you know, even though people don't come with manuals, and I know that everyone does not, you know, I believe, you know, in the Bible from Genesis to Revelations. I do. Mm-hmm. I just, but, um, and I know a lot of people don't. Um, but at the same time, when I think about love and I think about what love is to me, mm-hmm. it is what allows me to know that love is a choice. Now, mm. um, I'm going to read to y'all what love is okay. and what it isn't. <clears throat> love is patient. Mm. Love is kind. Mm. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor others. Mm -hmm. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. 
It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Mm. That means I'm making a choice to do all of these things with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm choosing, if I love you, I'm choosing not to hold your wrongs against you. Mm -hmm. Once I say I love you and I forgive you, then that's it. Mm -hmm. I can't come back to it three mistakes later. Right. And 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 be like building this case of Against reasons you. why I shouldn't. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know. So for me, that's when I think about love. Um, that's what I think about. You know, I just watch Labor Day weekend. My parents renewed their vows. Mm-hmm. Forty years. Mm-hmm. They've been together. They met graduation mm-hmm. night in high school. Mm. They were at a graduation party. They met and they've been together ever since. Wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. Didn't mean they didn't go through some stuff, but my mom made the choice. I remember her saying that there was a time when she wanted to divorce my dad. Mm -hmm. She said, I I wanted to be done. You know, we had gone through some things. We had grown in in separate directions. Different directions. We turned into different individuals because we married as children. And, and then grow. we grew into yeah. adults mm-hmm. and, and we didn't, didn't really have the same, exactly. you know, Outlook. so to watch them do exactly what this says, persevere through it. Right. I, I want that, mm. yeah. you know, I think that That's everybody amazing. should have that in That's their amazing. life. Like a lot of people don't even get to experience that type of love. Mm. Like they're, they're not blessed. They leave the earth with not experiencing a genuine love. Somebody who goes all out for them mm. and you know that they just are all about them and that when I say that I don't mean that in a smothering way or anything but just genuinely love yeah. them the way a person longs to be loved and some people leave the earth without having that so and that's sad <clears throat> so my my question is and I'm gonna have a lot of questions during this episode but my, my question is uh what is it that you see most people perceive as love? You know what I'm saying? I think people get caught up in in the emotions of the beginning, the warm yeah. and fuzzies. There you go. Um, but the warm and fuzzies the can be kept throughout a relationship if they can. you are working on it. They if can, that's you decide you who you want to be. The, the warm and fuzzies can be kept, but at the same time... <laughs> Even in the keeping of the warm and fuzzies, uh, we gonna hit, have yeah. some. We gonna have yeah. some days when I mm-hmm. see. There are some days I can love you and not like you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ain't got to talk me to death. <laughs> I always say that if you don't want to kill your person at least mm. one time a day, but you realize that you'd be the first person that's crying or whatever, you would lose your shit without them being there. Then it ain't real love. It ain't real. Ain't no way I like you. I don't even care if it's a whole 24 hours. You say something, you move something, you put the glass right. up the wrong way, you <laughs> right. leave the toilet seat up, something where it's going like, oh, this dude. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't overpower the love that I have for Absolutely. You. Right. And so somebody who's like, we never argue, we never do this, we never have somebody's a bad, that's not, not being, real love. Yeah. Somebody's not somebody's, genuine. And somebody's not being genuine. Yeah, somebody's I, not genuine. I, I won't agree with that, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. <clears throat> Because I have experienced love in a relationship where, I don't know, maybe we were just that compatible. Mm -hmm. We did not argue. We did not fall out. We did not fight. This wasn't something that took place. Um, There were plenty of opportunities. (laughs) There were plenty. I'm sorry. Like, I have my throat's weird. It's bad weather. I was not bad weather. It's actually nice out, but this is stuff going around. So, anyway. Um. Where was I? Okay. Didn't argue. Whatever, right. Just- so there, it's not that there weren't plenty of opportunities for disagreements and fallouts and arguments, mm-hmm. but it was how we chose to handle them. And it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't even a conscious thing necessarily on either of our part all the time. I think it was more of a matter of, you know what, I'm not getting ready to argue with you. So we just kind of But did just you let it go. In that situation where you just... Sweeping things under the rug, or were you dealing with the things that were putting you at that point? So they would get dealt with, but they would get dealt with. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> we are struggling. We got synchronized coughing in this month. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, they they would get dealt with, but they would get dealt with 
you talked it out. You yeah. Even if you raised your voice a little bit, it was never left. So it there, that, we had polarizing views on things. You, you understand what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. we didn't it, we didn't argue. We didn't debate. We didn't uh, bash each other. And there were times that if there was a time that we saw it getting to that point, like we would always just kind of say, "Hey, hold up." You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that there weren't times that we didn't get angry with each other, but the way, like, the way anger was handled was just mm-hmm. different. But you know what I'm saying? That's definitely two people who actually must talk and must have made a conscious Good communication. Some great communication. Good that, communication. Yeah, yeah, that this is this is how we're going to be. I don't feel like being in, you know, no volatile <laughs> relationship in any type of way. We can talk through it. We can not, you know, like they say, don't go to bed angry and all that stuff. Yeah. And sometimes that stuff is really hard, but it makes yeah. a world of difference if you actually put it into practice. It does. You can't, you can still be mad, but you can make sure that you don't go to bed like I hate you and and pissed off. And then you never know, your person dying in their sleep and now yeah. your ass feeling yeah. some type of way. Because some yeah. chicken got too crispy and that's what y'all <laughs> been arguing over and you don't let them leave the earth not knowing, you know what I'm saying, that he wouldn't see the, the light of the next day. Because you know you were that mad when you could have at least had y'all last words, you know, be a kiss and I love you and some snuggles or something. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's it's not, you have to really look at is it worth it? Choosing your battles. Stuff. Yeah. It, it's it's choosing do. it's choosing your battles, and you know, it communication is important for me. It's like people get in relationships and because they're emotionally inept in so many areas, they don't know how to communicate certain emotions effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, I grew up in a house um, as a young child where there was a lot of commotion, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of arguing, a lot of verbal abuse. Mm -hmm. So what I don't deal with well is yelling. Mm -hmm. So when my mate, yells at me it triggers something it shuts me down down. one or two things gonna happen i'm gonna swing on you bruh (laughs) or i'm just gonna fall back and just not say anything um you have to learn even in when you love someone you learn how to disagree yeah and you learn that even in disagreement I never want to hurt you. Exactly. Like, that's your partner. It's supposed to be you and them against the world, not you and them battling. Even if we don't agree, it's not my aim. Even if I want you to see my point, I don't want to demean you and devalue you to get that point across. You have to fight clean. You got to fight clean. That is a big thing with me. Like, fight clean. Don't don't hit below the belt. Because some things you say, you can't take back. You can't take back. It can't be unheard. And and I got one of those. I got a mouth. and and. Yeah, and that you have to be. If you're like me, you have to be very conscious, even in an argument where you really want to just haul off and say a whole bunch of stuff. You have to be so conscious. I when know you're I have talking. to be so quiet. Well, see, <laughs> I, I can do it without being quiet. I, I can. can. I can see, still talk. Not if I'm angry. I can. I can. That's I have the to thing too, talk. because there's a thin line. I've always said, and I've often said, after having dated someone who used the silent treatment, um, I, I, I've always felt like it was a form of abuse. <clears throat> um. And yeah, it, yeah. I've always that felt like silent it was a form, treatment was a form of abuse. Yeah, I've always felt like the silent treatment was a form of abuse. But then, to what extent, I, I see, though? Well, to the extent, it, to the extent that you don't want to talk to me, and I can say, "Hey, did you pay the light bill?" And you won't answer that question. Oh yeah, that, that's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That like, I there's do think absolutely that that's... nothing you can say to me that will get me to talk to you right now. No, I think for me, it is a we're in a heated the moment. That's what I was thinking. We're yeah. in a heated dispute Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say something that I'm going to later have to apologize for. Yeah. And not even maybe not regret. And see that too, that too. So, and that's where I was going because I later, everybody's not the same. So I may be able to have a conversation with you being angry with you. And as long as we're not talking about what's made me angry, we're good. Yeah. But say, for example, Petra may not have the same uh, perspective, per, not even perspective, that ability. Yeah. She may not have the same ability because she may be the type that, dude, if I open my mouth <laughs> to you, 
everything I feel right now is going to come out. Yeah. So I'd rather not say anything. And that, but how long do you not say anything? Because I'm until I'm like, you feel you like you. I, I don't say you anything until I can have a. Con- like it's that. not for days. Yeah. I might need an hour. I might need mm-hmm. some time. You know, just go and leave me alone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and let me gather myself. Yeah, step step away from the situation because I know me. If if I if if you push me and I have to go into defense mode, yeah. then especially if you're one that doesn't fight clean. Right. If you say some things to me out of out of your anger and frustration that may not necessarily be, you know, the case, then I'm going to come out swinging. Mm-hmm. And 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 my words, if I'm using my words to hurt you, mm-hmm. I'm trying to crush your soul. And that that's where you have to stop. And you that's why do I that. don't mm-hmm. I have to back down and I have to say and I learned that the hard way. I learned it the hard way because after my divorce, um, I'm one of those people. I believe that in every relationship that you're in, um, you need to go back when it's over. And reevaluate and you need to reevaluate, too. you know, what happened? What did you do? You know, I know we can, it's easy to say, well, this person did, did this, this or this me. person did that to me. But what did you do? Um, what did you do to help it? What did you do to make it worse? Because mm-hmm. sometimes. What did you ignore? My mouth will escalate a situation mm-hmm. to a point where it's like, hey, and when I talked to my ex-husband, I was like, you know, I, I want to know. I honestly want to know. Tell me what it is that as a wife, as a mate. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he said, it's two things. He said, one, because I didn't know how to be a husband. And because you've been on your own for so long, he said, I didn't always feel like the man yeah. because you would just take charge. You, do it. you would have had a household. You didn't let him and be the head. He said, I met. did not allow him mm-hmm. to, to grow into the man that I needed. I just did it myself. Mm-hmm. And then he said, your mouth. He said, your mouth when you're angry. Um, Cause I said some things like we had issues with, in-laws mm. and like his my in-laws didn't really care for me and so they were real disrespectful and because he wouldn't do anything about it i handled it on my own you gave it to yeah. them and him and yeah home. you know the, like as the man he's not supposed to allow that at mm-hmm. all yeah and, and and he wouldn't and i'm thinking like okay i, I i've been it. getting people off me all my life bro yeah, you it. might want to handle this that's your mama and it was it was difficult to the point it was like, you know, I said some stuff, you know, boy. And I, see, I was lucky enough, even though I got married young, I was lucky enough to learn that stuff before I got married because I watched my parents who are still married. You know, they're still fine. But there were some steps along the way that hmm. if I was them, I'd have been like, so I'm out, mommy. I'm out, daddy. Like one of one of us was leaving the earth or this house, one of the two, <laughs> because of the things that they have done and said to each other and I learned before I even went out on my own even though I got married at 18 I was already like I will not be in a fighting household we will not go to bed angry we will always kiss goodbye and hello and and speak and you know ask about your day and all that and I knew not to fight dirty because I watched my parents when I tell I can't even I'm talking dirty Mm say all kinds of stuff to me that like there ain't no way I'm as a child going you y'all gonna be cool today <laughs> after what she said about your mama do you or, know after what he said about your mama and then the mamas come and I'm like oh y'all they about to <laughs> and then the mamas come and y'all hugging on them and shit and I'm like you just said they mama look like this and you, you just know? said his mama do you I know what I'm hearing it. though what I'm hearing when you said you know Basically, you you weren't gonna be in a fighting house, and you would always do this, and always. I'm hearing choice. Yeah, definitely you made choice. Made a choice early to 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 have a certain type of love, and that and that's the whole thing. Like, I think that because you have people who say, "Well, I fell in love." Yeah. That sounds like a trap to me. You fall in a hole. You fall in a trap. You get ambushed. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like so. So I don't believe that there's a thing, such thing as falling in love. Now let me qualify my statement. So I I believe and I feel that when we meet someone and there's a connection and we're compatible, well, we're compatible. There's a connection. <clears throat> then there then we start to build an emotional connection. 
You know what I'm saying? Whether it be through spending time, sex, or drugs, shit. I don't Damn. know. Damn. Drugs? <laughs> Wait, listen, hold up. Listen, oh, Bobby listen. and Whitney, though. They listen. represent for some hey. true love. Hey. <laughs> hey. Sometimes that Bobby and Whitney love was crawled. <laughs> they ain't never throw each other under the bus. He you still won't me? throw under the bus too hard. So, no, I'm just saying whatever it is, because people bond on different levels all the time. Um, But, so, I feel like when this takes place, people feel like, oh my God, like I think about him or her all day. Yeah. I can't get enough of of their presence. <clears throat> I um I need to talk to them every day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been three hours since we had a conversation. Oh my God, I'm gonna lose my mind. Send me a picture, mm-hmm. FaceTime me, whatever. You know, and in the beginning it's like that. Like you literally almost go through withdrawals, especially if you're the type that you know, gets caught up in the first, I don't know, like once things go from dating to semi-serious. The honeymoon gotta, phase. Huh? The honeymoon The honeymoon phase, phase yeah. yeah. The so, new car smell is more. The new oh, yeah. car it's smell. New car there you smell. go. Okay, I like but, that. And so you kind of get caught up in that. And it, it, it goes to a point where you're kind of like, you know what? Like, I, I just don't want to be without this person. And so you consciously make a decision. I'm going to continue to see this person. I'm going to whatever, but a lot of people, because their emotions are high mm-hmm. and the, you know, the excitement, the level of excitement is, 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 is real big. The, the, you are at the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Front row. Front row. Yeah. So. Sweat dripping on you. Exactly. Exactly. So what happens is um, people say, I'm in love with this person. Mm. Actually, what you're really experiencing is you're in lust for infatuation. one. You lust for them. You're infatuated. You have an emotional connection. You have there's compat- compatibility, and all of these things. And see, this is the crazy thing. All of these things should be, in my opinion, a part of love. Yeah, yeah. But love, in and of itself, is not any of these things. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah. so. So you, so my whole thing is, like, for people, especially because one of the biggest things that I look at is a lot of us, though we may think so, we don't even love ourselves. Mm. And so yeah. if you don't love you, I can guarantee you, you can't love nobody else. And, and <laughs> nobody's going to make you happy because it's a right. void you're, you're that you're trying to fill with another individual. It's a void that right. you need to fill. I, I right. always tell people that a person is does not come to bring me happiness. Yeah, you either add to the Dude. happiness that right. I already have, right. but you can't be my sole reason. I'm happy because mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Um, you can't be the source. You yeah. you can't you can't mm-hmm. be. And, and the only source, nothing, especially yeah. if it's like you you falling out, you you have that little t- break, and they break up, and you about to be on the seventh floor because of that one yeah, thing. That you one thing. You got hit the lottery. Somebody bought you a new car. Keep they keep cooking your favorite food, your favorite movies on TV, your favorite blanket <laughs> clean. <laughs> Everything else in life is right. I'm yeah. going to tell you a sure shot sign that something is premature or immature or lacking in any situation in life. Okay. Anytime you will have the same reaction that a 16-year-old, 15, 14, 15, 16-year-old child will have to a situation, you are not functioning as a mature, developed, thinking adult. I agree. You you understand what I'm saying? I agree. Because I think even even now, the way I look at and I view certain situations, how I handled it at 25 is not how I would handle that for something. (laughs) (laughs) Because at some point, there has to be, it goes back to that, looking at yourself, looking at yourself introspectively and saying, hey, what did I do? How can how can I be better for the next relationship? I, I I met a guy and he asked me a question and this was just like two days ago. And he said, so tell me what it is um, that a man needs to know. First of all, I ain't going to tell you. So I you said, 20 minutes and I said well, away. here's the thing. I, I said, I'm going to tell you this. I said, a man who does not have a personal relationship with God 
is not going to be able to understand me. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to, he's not going to get me. He's not going to understand why I move the way I move, mm-hmm. why I forgive, how I forgive, why I love the way I love. He's not going to understand any of it. Yeah. So in order for him to get me, he's going to have to one, be connected to the higher, the, higher the source spirit. of me, yeah. what, mm-hmm. what motivates me right. there. Cause there are a lot of things that I don't do because of my faith, because mm-hmm. of there's a whole lot of things that um, I do because I realize I can't hold on to this stuff mm. because what it does is it it contaminates me. Yep. And then I start living out those experiences in every relationship that I have because I haven't let it go. That's how the baggage is formed. That's how it's formed. And that's why I can sit and have conversations with people who have hurt me to my core and genuinely look at them and not hate them, mm-hmm. you know, and look at it as, hmm, I dodged a bullet. Yes. I, it, it hurt yes. then. But yeah. looking at it now, it's like, wasn't that bad? And I learned something about myself in the process. Exactly. Right. You know, yeah. if we're not willing to learn yeah. ourselves, then you can't love nobody else. You yeah, can't. Yeah. It's impossible to love somebody until you truly love you. And mm-hmm. loving me means I have to accept myself flaws and all. Mm-hmm. Even, even, oh my God. Listen to I this, like y'all. That. Listen to this, y'all. Loving, even loving yourself is a choice. It's not, it's not that you wake up and you feel great about yourself every I day. I agree. You, you understand what I'm saying? Wholeheartedly but you make, with that you because make, yeah. you, you, you plan your day the moment you put your feet to the ground, what your day is going to be like. If you wake up and you open your eyes. I like, got to correct you. My grandmother told me. <laughs> Don't okay. ever get out of the bed without having planned your day prior to. Well, so she said, when you open your eyes, that, if you would have let me finish, pray, <laughs> and, you, and you plan your day. That's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> okay. when you took it from me. Okay, my bad. I, I don't need to like say it now because that was feet, what that is what I was getting ready to say. Ball, I said before you before your feet hit the floor, and then you, I was. Oh, I ready. thought you said when your feet hit the floor, and I, I was apologize. going, but that's where I was going. I don't need to say it now because he's got it. I fucked he up said a perfect alley oop. Yeah, he did. Grandma got it. You know, Grandma, the draw leg. She was always ahead of her time. Grams. So I'm still repping for your grams. But um, that exact is exactly what I was going to say. You have to have that positivity within yourself before you start making a move. Because if you wake up negative and you already foresee negative and you are mm-hmm. accepting of negative, you're going to get negative. Mm-hmm. No, because no matter yeah. you, you can yeah. find something bad in everything, just like you can find something good in everything. Yeah, if you look so, for it. Yeah. yeah. So you you already set the tone for yourself. I mean, of course things happen, mm-hmm. but you set a tone. For yourself, I the, feel like. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, Jesus, okay. So, so my whole thing <laughs> is for that. <laughs> my whole thing is this right here. I, I I know, and I I know, and I believe with all my heart that that's one of the biggest issues that we have. We are looking for, like she, like the sister mentioned, we are looking for everything outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. When it's all in here, yeah. So it's like I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. I realized I had some uncles. Man, my uncles were savages. Yeah, they were like man, don't fuck no ugly girl because <laughs> you're gonna get stuck with her. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I didn't. Oh goodness. Sorry. I apologize. I guess I was like your uncle. I showed to my kids. But no. Don't so, do it. but they were like, you're gonna get stuck with her. And then now you got to go around explaining why you, yeah. you with this but girl. But what if the ugly girl was nice? Yeah. So, yeah. But that's yeah. what they always say. When I say, sincere, man, what's up with your home girl? Man, she real nice. I already know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I already know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, as women, we just be like, this is not a good picture. Listen, what I want way. to hear, what I yeah. want to hear. At a, listen, I'm not one of those guys that's so superficial that she has to be freaking... Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. No, like Nicki ain't the prettiest thing because she had a reality show where I saw some moments. What? But, but listen, Hold up. Wait, there man. are other things. Podcast listeners, did y'all yeah, hear that? No, now? listen, we gotta, no. We gotta I, need, I need you to hear what I'm saying. Okay, I'm listening. I'm, I'm not saying that she's not pretty. I know. I'm saying but, she's not the prettiest well, thing. I ain't never heard you say nothing but, negative. So, so here, and that's not right. negative. Slightly. Look, right. <laughs> okay, nah. never mind. You're right. Hold on, man. Go ahead. Go. Listen. Just go. God damn, you fucking up the courtship. <laughs> <laughs> Just go. 
<laughs> so, oh, so <laughs> but no, um, but the, the whole thing is like for me, I'm not the guy, I don't need like the, the beauty queen, Miss America. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Honestly, I found so many flaws in those types of women, I run from them. Yeah. If I'm honest, because everything is based, you know, you've been raised your whole life thinking a certain thing, and then now you're here and now you just it ain't it's not my vibe. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is if I'm talking to my boy and I say, well, tell me about old girl, and he says she cute, I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I can live with that because the thing is, like, okay, she may not be yeah, yeah, yeah. a dime, but she ain't no two. What about the two? Twos need love too. Twos can get love. <laughs> they just can't get it from me. Well, what's a two? <laughs> what, what, what qualifies, what qualifies as a two? two I love the twos. Okay, you I'm going to be honest. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm Let's hear why honest. you love a two. Okay, yeah. I love a woman, period. If I'm into you, yeah, I'm I love into women. You. I love yeah, women. I don't care. None of, like, like you said, different flaws and all that. Like, I've had the beauty queen and all that, and on the other side of the spectrum as mm-hmm. well. The beauty queen caused me more headaches than anything. Headaches and heartbreaks. Because I'm constantly <laughs> trying, <laughs> I'm constantly trying to, as they say, keep up with the Joneses, trying to make sure that she's good on her end and neglecting myself. Is it too much ego feeding when the when they're it is. Too high on the, on the uh, because well, she's if, you're Halle Halle Berry, Berry. if you're dating Halle Berry, yeah, she's getting it from everywhere. <laughs> I'm just saying, every everywhere no, she goes, oh, you're so beautiful, you're this, you're that. You know, I told you it starts in childhood. She's but so also, pretty. But Give here's the thing, though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I agree with that. But here's the thing: there has to be a woman can be beautiful, yeah. mm-hmm. and still have a a level of humility. Yeah. And a humbleness about her nah, that but I guess made, what y'all saying is it's rare. You know, yeah. right but here's the thing: it's something that's taught. Mm. And let me explain oh. to you why. My daughter, everywhere we go, people are stopping her and saying how pretty she is. Mm-hmm. And you know, she used to get feel some type of way because people would be like, "You are really gorgeous," or to be so chocolate, mm. you are really gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, people are asking her, do you model? Do you mm-hmm. do this? Because she's a very pretty girl mm-hmm. and she's growing into this beautiful young lady. But guess what? Her mama teacher, you need, it's going to need more than your looks. Yeah. You, have you know, you you, have if that's that all my, you have. My daughter's graduation card because she was really pretty. Yeah. Graduating high school and everything. And at that moment in her life, I could tell that somewhere along the line, we had screwed up because we made her think pretty was all that she needed. And I was like, don't let your future, I gave her a car, her graduation card, don't let your future be what's based off what's behind you. And it was a point of mm. girl she had on like Daisy Dukes and all the other stuff. Because it was like, that body might go to pot. Right. You go, you're it gonna found a pot. To... And then yeah. now you're it's going, like, yeah. you have to actually have something to you, offer. You, and, you, going to and it starts that. early. It yeah. starts early. You know, and, and those are things that I don't want her to ever feel like, um, because I'm pretty, you know, I don't necessarily have to be smart. Right. Because I'm pretty, I don't. I, so what if I can't hold a decent conversation? Which is I'm true. pretty. Like, yeah. Honestly, like the more attractive you are, job opportunities are more yeah. plentiful for male and female. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. Because I remember, man. I remember, like one day, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. Mm. Just fresh home from Penn State. Vegetation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. uh I I went into spot. I was like, look, man, I, I had applied at a few places. I was just going to different places during that, that day, right? Mm-hmm. So I was at Food Line to grab a few things. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put an application in here, too. It don't even matter. So I go and ask for an application. I see this lady looks like a, man, a manager or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, well, whatever. So she, excuse me. Damn, man, it seemed, I came a long way. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so just talking about it is like, I'm cringing like, damn, Food Line. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but ain't nothing wrong with having to work at food line. Listen, you do what you got to do. To yeah, survive. and that that's what that was not, my mentality. That. that was my mindset. Like you know, I wasn't going back to what I was doing before. That wasn't gonna happen. So anyway, so um, I'm there. Get the application. Fill out the application. Like before, I lit because I was on the bus. Like I'm yeah, fresh home. To, yeah. Like literally before I got to where I was going, ring, ring, ring. Hey, won't you come there? I'm like, I just Damn. got off this bus. Yeah, I, I just left there. You uh-huh. could have told me that. Come to find out, down the road, 
Lady one, lady thought locked. she was cute. Thought she was cute. Yeah, she tried to sleep with me. Like she literally trapped me in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, nah, she she she. I was in the freezer. She came in the freezer. So you part of the me too. She was talking to me. Yeah, I could have been. I should have done that. Shit. Damn it. So <laughs> she closed it up and she was like, you know, trying like coming at me and stuff. And it wasn't. She was actually not a bad looking woman. It was the way but she, she did it. reeked of alcohol. Okay, mm-hmm. even at work. Yeah, that ain't and I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe next time she'll be kind of, yeah. you know, sober and we good. You know what I'm saying? I thought close. you liked a little alcohol. Yeah, a little, a little bit, but you can't smell like the fucking. Like it's bottle. coming out your, it's coming out your pores. <laughs> right. You smell like a distillery. You smell like a damn distillery. This <laughs> nah, we can't do that. <laughs> but uh, so we can't do that because it smells like distillery or mm-hmm. whatever. But no, the point I'm making is this: when I said all of that, the whole point I'm making is like when there's when there's a woman that. Because I feel like, and see, this also comes with maturity and just viewing things differently and understanding certain things. Beauty comes from within. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. I do too. Because I, I remember watching Flavor of Love and <laughs> and stuff. And I'm telling you, not because he wasn't he was on Flavor of Love first. He was on that other show um, where they all had the ce- the celebrities in the house. Yeah, he was on yeah. that first. And I remember thinking, God, they gonna put flavor in the house with all of them people. He's, he's so ghetto, and he, he look crazy and whatever. And nah, what and you said was he ugly. You didn't say look crazy. Nah, you, you, you probably said I wasn't there, but I'm just I, I know you. You said ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, and he looked crazy. Okay. And you know they gonna put him in the house with these you know these white folks, and mm. you know they all slid. He you know so mm. it wasn't even that. But I just was like, Ugh, he's he's just so ugly. They have to look at constantly. It's one thing to watch a three minute video. <laughs> Where he and every other scene, but that's another thing to just sit there and look at that for thirty minutes. But then after I started watching the show, he became one of my favorite characters, and it was like if I could do something with his head, like put it on backwards, mm. I would actually probably go out with him or something because he was so sweet. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. To say put his head on backwards. on backwards or that's in his pocket, as, that's wrong as shit. Damn. But here's the thing. So I will I will say this. I feel like the only purpose that looks really serve is initial attraction. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because you can meet the you can meet the Al B. Shaw of your life, because I know she has a thing for Al B. Shaw. She no. always brings him no. up. You, you never you thought Al B. Shaw was cute. You tell, like, never, never in life did you no, ever think he no, was cute. Sir. I did, because I had a fascination for light skin. Exactly. It's not that me. Al B. Shaw looked like my brothers. I projected her shit on you. I'm sorry. It was me. It was me, y'all. It was me. So, so, so the Al B. Shaw of your life could have been there, come there, but if he wasn't attractive. Intellectually, emotionally, personality-wise, you'd have left the situation looking at this motherfucker like this is the like every little thing, like the motherfucker got ankles the size of <laughs> <laughs> you start picking them apart. You start, yeah, you start you pick picking them apart. apart. You looking for reasons not to love them. Yeah. Right. Uh, looking for reasons to choose mm-hmm. to make a choice to not to love. Right. That is crazy. Seriously. I, I choose not yeah. to love fat boys. I was just getting ready to say, just like when you say, <laughs> okay, see, I don't like that. We were out last like... night. Listen. <laughs> oh, but we, we both were having issues. Here we go. Listen. I choose not to date a man. I don't care how well, old I am that chewing, that's chewing and ain't no food. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... <laughs> Come on now. I know y'all all know what I'm talking about. It was last night. It's usually old women with no teeth that do that. Well, he had teeth and the whole jean, 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 uh, and he was he was chewing. Jean ensemble. Wow. Were they buying you drinks? Uh, we, I we probably tried not to make no eye contact. Yeah, like, we, nah. uh-uh. keep your head down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look. I know, the party was jumping. Like it, the oh, whole man. the atmosphere, the vibe of the place, everything. But there was some player players in there with their player player suit on. Oh yeah. Player player. Who wearing the play? Dude, why you got what? It, it, I can't wait to be the player player in the player player suit. Shit, I'm gonna get there. You know, Nigga, let me. You let me catch you. I'm about to say, I'm gonna catch you out there acting like I'm gonna catch you. I promise, I'm gonna snatch you. I'm gonna snatch you. Talk to somebody and you do your belt like that. Listen, no. give it that. I do you one better. That change in this pocket. Better not. What's going on, girl? <laughs> yeah. I got a little change for you. Got a little change for you. I was just about to say, either you shaking that change or you reaching in your back pocket. Yep. 
fumbling with your yeah. wallet yep. when you could have pulled it out the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it was a it was a bit of that, and it was just like wow, wow. like maybe Ooh. in their heyday we that might have been that place off air. <laughs> No, I know where it is. Nah, I need to. I'm gonna take you there. That place was, I'm gonna take you there. Okay. But now, here's the thing: they were partying in there. there. Yeah. It was they were partying. I, I saw some folks that looked like they might have been great grandmas. Wow. It mm. was. It was a a a, a, a mix because it a was a very mixed crowd. Monroe Road. Nope. Okay. Nope. 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 Okay. Um, I really don't know where we were. Y'all, were, y'all on Brookshire. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know where we were, but it was. Oh, bro, we were. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, I saw people having a good time. You know, people were dancing. Things that I remember doing when we went to the club. Yes. That you went out. You da- they, were dance. they were dancing. Man, one they dude was having- in there dancing so hard. <laughs> and he couldn't he dance. Like he had just left church. Mm. It was the first time somebody yeah. told him he could go out and dance. Yeah. He couldn't mm. dance he, to save his yeah, life. Yeah. He had he his preacher sweater on and everything. He wanted to dance. He danced his heart out. He might have just been drunk, though. I don't know. He danced his heart out. And mm. that bro was sweating. I said, either he is really, <laughs> I said, either he is really excited about being here or he is high as the cost of living, one or the other. <laughs> I think I think the latter. Yeah. <laughs> but really look like that, the the some I kept <laughs> I looked up and this guy standing in front of me. And every time I look up, he's looking at me. So I looked down. Yeah, it was a lot of that. <laughs> That's how I got with the chewing dude. I was like, I can't. <laughs> Like, come on, dude. I, I mean, every time I looked up, he's looking at me, and I'm like, Mm-mm. and 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 I and sometimes, and I say this to you guys all the time. I worry that I am choosing to miss an opportunity, awesome. probably for an awesome relationship, because right. I can't, I, I I I can't get down with, I can't get down with the big boys. You're gonna have to get over that. Because mm. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I know what your issue is. Because you think. That it ain't gonna be rocking, and but 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 let me explain something to you now. It ain't just that I don't feel like it's it's not going to be rocking. I also feel like there are things that I like to do, like I love to cook. So mm-hmm. if a guy is already a grade. big guy, you, got, and you I have like, to you have to cook ketogenic cook or something. <laughs> but no, keto is gotta, actually and, good and, food. And, and, keto like, is very good food. Fat. I love it. You know, I'm going to try it. He, he's yeah. definitely going to have to be someone. If he's big, mm. I need to see him making some steps toward a healthier lifestyle. Mm. Is that superficial? No, it's not superficial. And let me explain to you why it's not superficial. Because diabetes, heart disease, yeah. kidney disease, mm. that's not superficial. Yeah. True. And if very true. You, so I can, it's more than just the fact that you're a big guy. I'm looking at all of the other things that are going to come down the road because Ooh, I'm yep. looking for forever. Yeah. And I don't want to start out the gate taking care of you. I've met guys in, in, in this time of dating and, you know, dude had just had to have his toe amputated, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, it's one it. thing if I get with you and you get sick. Yeah. Right. I, ain't, I ain't jumping on board and you already got issues and you're not willing to make lifestyle no, changes to extend your life. Because and I, I, I agree with I, you. Because then you choosing to make me a widow and you don't have exactly. to. Right, right, and having right. to go through that experience of losing a mate and watching them yeah. die. And, and in my situation... They ate healthy. They they were in great shape and everything, and it just it, it still got them. Yeah. There's no way I could consciously make a choice to get into a relationship with somebody who's who's sick because I, I am so afraid of having to go through that point. I I know again I will one mm-hmm. day in life, but I need that to be farther down the line. I feel that, and I'm gonna tell you why. And I I don't really like I don't really want to bring this up, but I'll bring it up because it may help somebody. <clears throat> There was a young lady that uh that I met. Um, and I was like, I was actually scared of her, man. I was intimidated by her. Mm. And come to find out she was like just cool, cool, yeah. down to earth, whatever. And I found out she had some 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 health issues. I'm just gonna leave it at that. It wasn't anything like AIDS or anything, so y'all don't run around with that bullshit. Lay them down. Like, not y'all, but the listeners, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she had some health issues. And uh we 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 slept together and, and a lot of things happened. But I would never, and she wanted a relationship with me, but I wouldn't, I couldn't because I knew about the health issues. I was like, look, man, I really, but I was honest. And I told her, I said, because of your health issues, I'm just, I'm not there. I can't. I'm sorry. And if you don't want to do this anymore, we don't have to or whatever. And she she was like, yeah, well, I don't think we should because, you know, shit ain't going nowhere, whatever. I was like, I get it. I understand. Okay, cool. So, but like I hadn't, you know, we, 
even though we didn't, we stopped dealing with, with each other on that level, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we were still uh, really good friends. So periodically, you know, we, I'd reach out, she'd reach out, you know, every, you know, it was like, I knew Kept like touch. at least two times a month, I, we were going to have a conversation. She may even invite me over. I may hang out. Nothing happened. We just talk, laugh, whatever. And so a little bit of time, I was involved in a relationship. think I had gotten married or whatever and uh, hadn't talked to her. And so when that little short ass marriage was over with. <laughs> Not the minute marriage. <laughs> yeah, the minute marriage. Once the minute, minute marriage was over with, um, I reached out to her. Mm. And there was no response. So that was odd because that never happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so one day I was just scrolling on my phone and I think something prompted me to go to her page. And I saw these RIPs and I was Damn. like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, it just, man, like that shit tore me up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, so the, the very health issue that was an issue for me yeah. was what happened. And she was young. Like, she wasn't an older, mm-hmm. older yeah. female. And that's that's, um, that's that's hard to take. Like, it if is. you haven't been through it, people, I hope you never have to go through it. But if you have to go through it when you're in your 30s and your 40s, it, it do something to you. But how I, I often look at it and I'm like, how selfish was yeah. that of me? Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You know, who. It's it's a so when I look at my father, I have such a respect for my dad because, like I told y'all, he met my mom. My mom was nine; they were nineteen, graduating high school. My mom had sickle cell, Mm -hmm. so all of her life she lived. She was outlived her expectancy. Yeah, so normally, yeah. Now they've extended it to like thirty. Back then, Mm. it was like sixteen. Like she'd watched all all of her. They had a little support group, and even going through life out of their support group, my mom was is was the last one. Um, But when I look at my father, and 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 we again, we're talking about the choice to love. Right. You know, he chose to love my mother, knowing that she had this debilitating illness that there was no cure for. Mm -hmm. Um, He he understood and knew that, you know, Mm -hmm. that he would lose her one day, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and it could have been early, but to watch that even with everything, you know, all of the hospital stays, you know, and it was constant at one point, you know, medicine has evolved. So there were things that she had later that made, um, her visits to the hospital less frequent, but there's a respect that I have for him. Right. I, there's a respect that I have for him for choosing at such a young age mm-hmm. to say, "I know this woman is 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 sickly, but I, I'm choosing to love her. Yeah. I'm choosing yeah. to this is who I'm going to have my children with, mm-hmm. and um, this is who I'm going to be with for better, for worse, mm-hmm. in this sickness in and in health, mm-hmm. and to ride that thing out. Yeah. And I and, and the hardest thing in the world was to to sit in that moment and have to look at my dad and say, you know, because we were actually given a choice, you know, to let my mom leave her on the medicine, let it take its course, go through the whole process of resuscitation and all mm-hmm. that, or to just unhook her from the ventilator and let just let her go. Yeah. And I, and to have to look at my dad and say, Hey, this is your wife that you have loved. You've been together 42 years. Um, but she suffered so much in life. Are you gonna make That's her the, suffer in death it's as the well? Hardest decision mm. to make. Mm. To, to have to to have to live in that moment with him mm-hmm. and see, you know, I could just see the years. It was like sitting there watching all of the trips because to the he, hospital and all of yeah. the time. He's lost his he's lost his other leg. hand. He doesn't yeah. know what it is to ever to be, be in the world her. and be alone. That's, that's gotta be that's hard. a very hard thing. That's I, I went hard. and am still going through it. You don't know how to be in the world and be alone because you you grew up with this person. So it's like you left your parents' yeah. house with your sibling and your mom and them, and you went right in, and then you you always had somebody. You and didn't. what a lot of people don't, and I know how people are, you know, and and what they say because they just don't know any better. Um, it's. It's hard losing a parent. I don't know that experientially. I don't know that experientially. By the grace of God. But unless, you know, Pookie come and get me tomorrow, <laughs> that that's that's likely what how things will go. Mm-hmm. But people, I've seen people in the pain 
and the, and the, and that they go through after losing a parent. Yeah. But losing your spouse, someone that you, especially someone that you basically grew up with, mm. and you've been with all that time, like I, I, I lost a daughter. Trust me and believe me when I tell you that I felt like someone had reached inside of me and was ripping part of me out. That's the only way I can describe it. So with that being said, to lose your 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 mate of how many years? 42. <laughs> Good God mm. almighty. That's a life, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a whole person. That's why I, yeah. how I always look at that's it what like I'm I saying. lost a whole person. Yeah, exactly. Like, Exactly. Period. And so it's it's a part of you go. So even though you feel what you feel at the loss of your mom, it's so mm-hmm. different from what her dad feels. What he feels is, I think, is a deeper wound. Honestly, I think it's a even biblically speaking. I I I definitely think it is. It's a different. Mm-hmm. It's a very different. It's different. Yeah. Um. It's so different. I can't even. I don't know. When, you know, think about, I think about the fact, I just look at the numbers. They were together 42 years. She was 59 years old. Jeez. She was young anyway. Was young. So You know, so you, more than half of your life, you've spent, that, and, and it's yeah. like, and, and even I've just been playing things over in my head and I'm like, that's what I want. You know, I don't. I don't want perfect because my parents' marriage yeah. was not perfect. Perfect is not. There's no such thing. It, it, it was like, not. It's never. It was going not to be that. perfect. You're never going to find perfect. But perfect I, ain't I, real. The way they chose to navigate and they made choices to keep people out their business. They made choices, and sometimes they weren't popular choices mm-hmm. because you know. Here's the thing: my dad um, had a daughter, like. I think like during the time he like he met my mom, either this girl was pregnant mm-hmm. or she she might have had the baby, but she might have been pregnant. Mm-hmm. So so he's a senior in high school graduating. He got this baby, but he, he meets my mom and this woman, you know, is giving my daddy the blues about this baby. And especially when he married my mom and they it was just very, very turbulent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very turbulent. And sometimes my dad had to make the choice to in order to to keep peace in his house you know he had to make the choice not to be as involved mm-hmm. in his child's life as he wanted to be yeah. because the mama was stupid that's rough you know that's, so that's, yeah. when you talk about you know love yeah, and yeah. and the choices yeah. It, yeah. that that come with it and the dynamics it, it's it's really something that um you got to be mature to even yeah to even handle mm-hmm. and and yeah. and in fact and and they never in the in all that time this woman never her my mother could never come around they they because this woman was just simple and so simple that she almost got snatched up um <laughs> right right after my mama's funeral oh, because wow. she come calling she my daddy do- talking about how like you doing bitch i kill you dead right. yeah no seriously <laughs> you yeah, you, you disrespectful wait yeah. make me snatch you yeah. and i told my dad i said listen i know that you have been with someone your entire life. You don't really know what it's like to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't really have a problem well, with you getting with somebody. Not her. Not her. I said, but that bitch there? Yeah, not her. I said, yeah. I will whoop her, I will whoop like her, her ass. Yeah. And, and if that means yeah. your kid and your other grandkids, then <laughs> yeah. they can all get it. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because right. it was like, you know, who does that? And, it, yeah. and it, what it did is it confirmed that all of the things that people wanted to say about my mom, about my mom, oh, she's insecure. No, my yeah. mom wasn't insecure. My mama she knew what she, she saw. Was. That's yeah. right. You know, yeah. Yeah. and so because there is no way, like I've been divorced for since 08. And God forbid something happened to my ex-husband. Get uh, My ex-husband wife, because he's yeah. remarried. Yeah. Let something happen to her. I ain't showing up talking about, hey, boo, how you doing? I'm telling the kids, y'all need to call and check on your daddy. Yeah. I, because that page and chapter of my life is over so for her to come out the woodwork like send him picture her landing he showed me that i said i said daddy that's so disrespectful i said you he said he listen (laughs) that is so and what's crazy is these people i mean 59 is not old to pass away but 59 is too old to be doing shit like that and that's why we you know (laughs) i I disagree because let me tell you something 
Let me tell Oh, she was you waiting. Something. I feel like she was waiting because my dad gave my mother a good life. Yeah. yeah. He provided oh, for her. And what my dad said to me. They see that. They don't really want you. They want the life. They want the life. That you're providing. That's they want the life. And what my dad said to me is even when we were talking about my mom, he said, I was able to give your mother everything she wanted. The only thing I was not able to give her was her dream home. And the reason he couldn't do it is because my mother was a pastor and in the AME church, they moved their preachers around. And so he couldn't, you know, she wanted a house, but he never knew where he could buy one at because he didn't know where she was going to be. So, but for, to, to, to know that there was not a thing in this life that my mother wanted for, because again, he chose, he chose to love her. He chose to stay and be a provider when it was not easy through Mm -hmm. everything. You know, at one point I remember my brother got in trouble and went to prison and you know, mama's in their sons and daddy's in their sons. It's something something different. different. My mama wanted to mortgage the house and get him an attorney. My daddy was like, I'm not doing that bullshit. Cause he he out there fucking up. (laughs) You know, and and my parents clashed and I didn't think that their marriage was going to sustain that. And my dad was like, I love, I ain't going nowhere, but we ain't doing that. We'll and be mad about that. Like that's what love is. Like you can, when 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 you know that there's real love and that real love is mutual. There's no fear. See, and that's the whole thing, man. The Bible says that there's no fear in love. There's no fear in love. You know what I'm saying? And so I know y'all don't want to hear this Bible talk, and I'm not preaching to you. But if you only understood how true this thing is, mm-hmm. so here's the whole thing. It says there's no fear in love. So when I realize that someone loves me then I don't fear the fact that I make a decision they don't agree with. I'm not sitting back that like, they're going to leave, they gonna me. leave me. <laughs> I remember asking somebody, you, you know, know that I was uh, involved with whatever, like, do do they ever fear, you know, me walking away or leaving? I'm like, no, God wouldn't no. let that happen. He knows that I, I want you to be here or whatever. He's not going to put that on me. He's not going to do it. No, I don't fear you. That's me. That's making me reevaluate a couple of things that I don't been through here. You recently. have to. If you don't go you back, to, no matter bro. what you relationship to, is, whether it ends or whether it prospers, because you don't reevaluate day, yourself in it and what you could have done better, what you could have fall oh, back. Re- at the end of the day, if you, if you made a choice or if you make a choice to love someone yeah. and that person doesn't understand love or make that same choice. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, that's, you know what that's, what, and that's what I'm. You know, that was the struggle in the beginning, but I'm learning day by day that it's a, it's a battle. With every uh, yeah, I'm gonna lesson there's a blessing. I'm gonna tell you what 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 a friend of mine told me. I have sure. to do this. Go ahead. She's gonna kill me, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to do this. So I was having this conversation with her. She had watched one of my videos and she reached out and she was like, "Hey, love is not a choice, Jay." So I was like, "Okay, well." Uh, yeah, I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So we went back and forth. And she was, she said, she said, the heart wants what it wants. And you can't help who you fall in love with. Mm. And now, Petra also said something similar to that, but I'm not talking about her right now. <laughs> <laughs> On blast. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, the, to get to these topics, y'all don't know the debates that happen to get to these topics, yeah. to bring them hey, to the table. But it's dope, man. So anyway, so... She said, the heart wants what it wants. You don't necessarily know. uh, You know, you can't help who you fall in love with. And so my theory, I've already expressed about falling in love. That's just your emotions. Yeah, emotions are just emotions. And the reason that love is not an emotion is because emotions change from day to day, from moment to moment. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm happy right now. I Mm -hmm. could literally walk out that door, think about my dead child, and I'm no longer happy. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So because of that, Emotions can't be trusted. They oh, say that one more time. <laughs> Emotions cannot be trusted. <laughs> they cannot Shit. be trusted. So That's feelings. Right no, seriously, feelings are. I mean, listen, honestly, in some, I think the weather's more stable than my feelings, man. I would have to agree. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I would have the to agree. Absolutely. At all, so. I would have to agree. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the, the like you said, the verity of emotions is it's like a roller coaster for real. You can wake up. With the best intentions, like I'm gonna have a great day, and somebody says something, a scent or something. Exactly. And it can Triggers own everything. your day. Triggers and that's what they say uh, are you having a bad life or are you having a bad day? And that's are you the having thing. a bad day or are you having a bad moment? moment. Are you letting it take but, over? But what happens is, even with that, we choose yeah. to allow moments over. to take over. Now, some people now we women, don't realize. I it. need to, we, I think we need to put a little bit of a disclaimer okay. on that because, uh, 
your mental state is nothing to play with. And some people suffer from depression and True. things of that nature. And Very it's not true. easy for them to just say, I'm going to be happy or and I'm going to be positive. And when that is the case. So we don't, don't think, no, no, don't no, think not that we're glossing right. over that when we say that it's a choice. Don't think that we, we yeah. are not conscious of, you know, the struggles that people have. We're not yeah. talking about no, those extreme measures. We're only to. talking about, you know, right. just your typical. Yeah. Yeah. Your typical. And even, even in that, you know, even in... Um, I just know it takes with, more work in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you are mm-hmm. dealing with, you know, mental health mm-hmm. issues and um, dynamics, again, I, I'm, I agree with you, Petra. I agree that it does take a little more effort, but I also think that even that, to a yeah. certain degree, is a choice. You can conquer. You know, because you can, but for me, I, I, but people who so, somebody who might be going through it, they won't hear it like right, that. They'll just but, hear being attacked, right. and I just but didn't want big, anybody right. to think that. Absolutely, they be I agree. That's all. But the biggest, the biggest enemy to successful mental health is the perception that you have no control over it. 